0: Welcome to This Week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here in wyomingathletics.org and ESPN Media powered by Sodom Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. Once again, we're joined by Wyoming Assistant Athletic Director Jeff King. Jeff, how are you this week? Good to have a full week of sports on our belts, is it not? Jason, I'm fantastic. It
1: sure is. Everything uh, is going in the right direction, I think, once, uh, once we're able to start playing contact
0: sports and um, everything else is, is, is moving well. Good, good. We're glad to hear. It. And let's start off with this. Let's start off this week's uh, conversation with one that is moving extremely well, and that's girls' golf. And boy, they have been lighting up the courses to start the year. You look at the CHL individual leaderboard, and it took me a while to find somebody that doesn't play at Wyoming there uh, on the leaderboard. You know, coming off of a league title last year, uh, what has it been like for? You and Jan and the and the coaching staff to see that these young ladies that are back from last year are not resting on their laurels and saying, We won it last year, you know, we'll be fine. Instead, they're saying, If anybody wants this, they're going to have to come pride from us because we've taken our game to another level.
1: Right. I mean, it, it's super exciting, especially for a new coach and Carrie Smith, you know, t- take, taking the reins there. And we're, we're, we're just really excited to see how they've been continuing to progress in defending that league title. You know, I think we have a lot of good things to look forward to with that golf team um, here this year. And, I mean, it's just continually getting the updates of how well we're doing. It makes us so excited here.
0: On the other side for the boys, not quite the results the girls are, are getting. Then, again, not a lot of other teams are boys or girls. But you look at these scores coming in, they're right there in every single match. There has not been a match, win or loss. It has been an absolute blowout one way or another when they when they're getting these results like this that are those close losses does it frustrate them or are they looking at this as hey we just do one thing here different one thing there different we're winning these yeah, I mean, you, you know, I think they're taking it weekly
1: and, and one match at a time where they, they are definitely improving. They're right there, like you said. We have a pretty young squad with that boys' golf program, and they're going to continue to grow. Um, they have a great leader in Scott Webb, and he's super excited about where we are. Obviously, you know, the results are, aren't quite where we want them to be, but they're definitely moving in the right direction where throughout the, the end of the year, we can see some, you know, really great things happen.
0: And uh, they're... As you said right there and right now that's that's the first step get there and then exactly. get over the hump and then they're, they're they're right on that precipice there so that's good. Let's move on to the tennis courts uh, off to a 4 and 1 start uh Sydney Evans Sophia Dick. they've been great in singles play 9 and 1 combined record. Can't ask for much more than that to start the year. Uh what's been the key to them getting off to such a strong start here this season? I mean they're just
1: playing so tough and you know t- Tammy Kilgore the coach there is just she has such good leadership and she has such great leadership from her JV team on all the way up where their practices and they're playing so well together. They prepare so well every time that they get on the court and it's really exciting to see where they're at, where they're going. I mean, they had a great year last year also, but I think that we can expect even better things um, come, come, you know, playoff time, tournament time for that girls tennis team.
0: You have a very busy week. They do this coming ahead. You know, Mercy McCauley, Harrison, Madeira. This, these are not; these are no slouches. Right. Uh, make no mistake about it. How do they prepare for such a tough week like this? In the fact, in the sense that the days off between matches are at a more of a premium right now, and you're seems like every time you turn around, you're going to play outside competition.
1: Yeah, I mean, it like it goes back to coaching, right? You know, Tammy has it has them prepared so well. And I think that the schedule that we have, where we have such tough tough opponents, that mm-hmm. really prepares you so that you don't necessarily have to worry about you know getting so many practices in before matches because we already have such a tough schedule that they're getting in and and being prepared right one right after another right after match. So it's it's really really working out well for us.
0: There you go. On the uh, let's move to uh, volleyball in, in something it's very surprising. I think not only to me when I saw it, when I'm looking at things before, ahead of our conversations, but I, I'm guessing around the league as well. Is it teams off to an 0-3 start? And, and I know it's, we're not in the league play yet, so still a long way to go. Everything they want to accomplish is in front of them. But th- this is surprising. And looking at on the CHL's website, this is hadn't had a start like this since 2009 when they started 0-2. Now we're getting into C- CHL play though. This week, I believe against Reading is where we yep. where we get going there. Is there any level of concern right now, given the fact that we're off to such a slow start, or do you attribute that more to the level of competition they've chosen to play before the CHL?
1: I think it's definitely good that we've chosen to play that, you know, the tough level of competition that we have. And we've been right in. I mean, we lost a really close one this weekend to a really tough team in Roger Bacon. Um, and, And, Jim Belong continues to prepare his team, and we're trying to get as healthy as we can. We have a young squad. I, know, I think I mentioned that last week's, on last week's podcast that yep. it's one of the younger squads that he's taken over um, move, moving forward for Wyoming, but we're super excited moving into the league play, going up against Reading tomorrow night. I think they're definitely going to be ready to go and you know, hopefully defend that CHL title. That, that's, we still have, obviously, all the goals that are still right in reach there for that volleyball team. And, you know, Coach DeLong's really taken these first three three games as a really good learning experience for us. And I think it's going to pay off since we've played such tough, tough competition.
0: Any sense of urgency you're feeling right now around the program that, hey, we have to go out and make a statement now and get this thing turned around in the right direction?
1: I think what's good about, you know, where we're at going into league play, we're still taking a game, at, a game at a time knowing that all of our goals are still right there. So it's I don't think we necessarily have to do anything extraordinary where, you know, Coach DeLong is going to have his team ready. The girls are ready. They've been working super hard. And I just know that they're so ready to get that first win under their belt, get into league play, and really show what they can do, which we know is a really – you know, they can have a really great season.
0: I think I know the answer to this, but do you feel like once they get that first win – under their belt, it's going to be like putting a rocket ship to the back of this team, and they're going to take off.
1: I think so. I mean, you know, like I said, they prepare and they work so hard. So once they get that win under their belt, um, you know the, the, that that spark will ignite a little bit, and I think they're going to really,
0: really do some good things. Let's take care of business against Reading, and we'll get that rocket launch That's right. there. Let's move on to the pitch. Girls soccer girls soccer stands at two and one right now after a, a tough a tough one against Monroe two to one, but a couple a couple of young ladies performing really well as far. Alexis Taylor, Peyton Kyle combined five goals. It's interesting looking at this team as well, you talked about the youth and the volleyball squad. neither one of these two are seniors, so and that's pretty cool to see the the underclassmen stepping up in that regard. how much how much does a coaching staff believe these two can keep this pace going forward and be those offensive leaders?
1: Oh, we have so much trust in those girls and a lot of the other girls. I mean, and our goalkeepers have had some really, really good matches. You know, we lost a really close one against Monroe, um, but they're a really, really good uh, soccer team. And we feel that we are as well. And that young leadership, like you mentioned, is going to continue to continue to grow. We're playing so tough right now. And they continue to prepare weekly, which is so great to see Coach Karen um, Wood has them really, really ready to do some big things, I think, come tournament time. And it's prepared us. You know, playing a team like Monroe is a good thing for us over the weekend, especially going into league play here soon. So we're excited where, they are, where they're at. They have a good game tomorrow night coming up um, and then, two, you know, another game this week as well. So we're really looking forward to seeing what we can
0: do come tournament time. On the boys' side, they're off to a good start as well, 2-0 and to begin the year. And it, they've only allowed two shots on goal through the first two games, one in each game, that's pretty darn good yeah. and as close to perfection as you could ask for defensively through the first uh, couple of games. What does the coaching staff said about this defensive performance early on? today? they expect this level of performance to not allow basically any shots on goal or is it more of a surprise for them?
1: You know, I, I talked to Coach Jones after we beat um, Summit Country Day, which is a really big win for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he mentioned he used the word just gritty. We're a really gritty, tough team. And with that comes a really good defense, you know, and, and the, those guys were, were just playing so tough and so well together mm-hmm. that it, I think that the direction where we're heading, I mentioned it last week as well, we, we feel unfinished business is a big yeah. theme, I think, for our boys soccer team moving forward. And those guys all have it on in the back of their mind that, you know, that they wanted to do that win against Summit and then really moving into elite play, dominate again, and see what we can do in the tournament get back to where, you know, we, we know where we belong with that soccer program.
0: Going to take on Redding this week, and I'm looking looking online at the CHL website. Haven't lost to them in a long, long time. I believe it's since 2006 that you actually dropped a game to them. I think there were a couple of ties in there between then then and now, but you basically own that series. Having said that, I, I have to imagine, based on the what, what you've said about this program, that the coaching staff is not going to let up per se, and, and not they're not going to allow the kids to look at the schedule and say we have Reading, check that off as a W. Let's start looking ahead. Would that be right? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And and actually, so you know you know the the Reading game did get moved this this week. Um um. So so but but it, it's no matter who we play, mm-hmm. we, it's we're not letting up. It doesn't matter. You know, they, they have that mentality to where it doesn't matter who we're going to play because once it comes, you know, tournament time and getting it into league play, it's going to be make sure this game at a time, but no letting up and make sure that we have our eyes on, eyes on sight of the main goal and that's doing big things come later on the season.
0: How much does a coaching staff in that regard rely on the upperclassmen, the juniors and the seniors that have been through the grind to – emphasize that point to the younger guys the the freshmen the sophomores that are trying to come up you know whether it be through the JV program and, and now move on and eventually to the varsity that yes that we've had success against a particular program for you know several years in a row now but that was in the past that's now how much do the seniors and the upperclassmen relay that message
1: uh, I mean, they they do a lot, and especially because it's a young, it is a pretty young team. You know, we lost a lot of really great seniors last year on that on that boys soccer team, and across all sports, I think that we have a good message going forward. To where, no matter what happened last year, every team that we play, especially when we get in this league play, it's a brand new team. It's a brand new season. And like we said, we, we can't let up. So those senior leaders, those junior leaders, and we have some really great sophomore leaders on that soccer team as well. Know that you know every time that we go out and play, because of the way that we've played in the past, especially yep. in league play, we're going to get everyone's best shot because they want to knock us off based on what we did last year. And we're seeing that across a lot of sports. It, it, it you know proves for some really tough games, mm-hmm. but we're preparing for every one of them.
0: You could say the same thing about football, and let's go there right now. You know, we begin the post-Evan Prater era this past week with the shutout win over Redding. First of all, for you, how weird is it to see the Wyoming Cowboys on the field and not see Evan Prater there? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it is. It is a different image, you know. Um, but you could say that every single year, right? That every year, there are, there are some big names and you know some big leaders that that you lose. He obviously was a very special one, but there are a lot of special ones on that team, and we have a mm-hmm. lot of special ones on this team. Yeah. That were, you know, we were really excited to see finally take the field against another team. Um, which was great. So it was great seeing Brandon Pagan under center. You know, we did we had some really great defensive performances as well. Um, and Evan was able to make the game, so we did get to see him on Friday <laughs> night on, on on the sidelines there, which was good to see him. But uh, it, it's exciting. We're very excited where we're where we're at with that football team, and starting with a shutout. Um, yep. Obviously, we're going in the right direction there.
0: What did Coach Hancock say about Brandon Pagan's first game at quarterback?
1: You know, he's excited about it. Co- Coach Hancock is someone who. But he's going to get everyone's very, very um, prepared for the games. You know, you know, everyone around the city knows how, how well coach Hancock prepares his teams to play. And it's, it's no different with Brendan Pagan. He's excited to see him under center. Um, he's excited to see the defensive leaders as well. And it's just, there's a lot of really great energy around that program and coach Hancock's a big reason for it because of, you know, the way that he handles his players, handles his staff, And we're just so lucky to have him there to make sure we're prepared every week.
0: Even while Evan was running things offensively for your team the last few years, it always seemed like no matter what, you were going to have a defense that was going to be incredibly difficult to move the ball on, let alone score. And we saw that you know, this past Friday with the 21-0 win. Does that, in your mind, take pressure off of Brennan a little bit, knowing that, you know, He knows he's not Evan Prater. Nobody is. But he doesn't necessarily have to go out and try to play to that level because he knows he has such a good defense on the other side that in a game like that, 21 points is more than enough to get the job done.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good thing. And here's what's awesome about it is a lot of times Brennan's a big part of that defense, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so having him back there with those guys, you know, he has confidence in them and coach Seymour defensive coordinator always have those guys so ready to play with such a great game plan. And it was, you know, it showed on, uh, on Friday night there. So it definitely helps out Brennan a lot. And I think a lot of our guys know, You know, look, we don't need to go out and do anything necessarily extraordinary. Yeah. Stick to our game plan that the coaches have put in. Hancock does such a great job at that. And we have such great leaders and really good depth right now, which I think we saw. I mean, um, you know, I was talking to Coach Hancock earlier. At one point in time on our defense line, we had one freshman and three sophomores right there. Hmm. So that's something really excited to be, you know, something to be really excited about. That young talent and Brennan definitely feeds off of that, seeing that our defense is stopping those teams, are stopping, ready, you know, and and hopefully looking forward to do the same thing against Marymount.
0: What does that do for the youngsters' confidence-wise? You know, the freshmen, the sophomores, that they're able to be thrown into the wolves game one on that defensive line, knowing that they can perform right away. Does that give them a shot in the arm that Coach Hancock has faith in them, no matter what? You know, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior that they can go in there and he has a confidence that they can get the job done?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big confidence boost. Anytime, anytime that Coach Hancock put, puts his faith in you, you know that you know he's not going to put you in there for no reason. Mm-hmm. And and for those guys that get, get in there and have that big confidence boost, get the first varsity game under their belt, that's one of the yeah. big things as well, especially because we didn't get a chance to scrimmage any other teams, you know, getting up this like many other schools didn't. So – being under the Friday Night Lights for the first time in a while, kind of with all the uncertainty that was going throughout the summer, definitely some nerves. I think you could see with some of those younger guys. Mm-hmm. Once they start, you know, once they were strapped up, once they started, you know, getting the hits in, we saw some really great confidence amongst some young players that we're really excited about.
0: You now have Marymont coming in this coming Friday. They had a Week One win and an impressive one at that. Uh, quarterback throws for over 300. They have a running back that go for over 100 yards uh, in that one. You talked about maybe working some of the rust off in week one because there were no scrimmages. It was just inter-squad practices and what have you. What are you and uh, Coach Hancock looking for the team to improve on in week two in order to move to 2-0? and
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely think that we want to obviously see – get some more points on the board. But defensively, look—you know—as a shutout, we want to continue that streak. Going, you know, so get a fifth quarter shutout, you know, of get a get a sixth quarter of a shutout, seventh. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, end up after the game two with eight quarters of shutout, right? So, there you go. Um, that, that's that's the goal there. Our goals haven't changed. Um, you know, for there, I'm sure they're putting in a couple different things that we know we can get better at. Um, you know, watching the film over the weekend, we had a really great Saturday workout as well after the game. So our guys are super excited to get that game one win under their yeah. belt. Move forward to a Marymount team that, like he says, one and zero. We know is going to be a really tough um, opponent, but um, the preparation is all being put in place here this week, and I think that we know what we can do better. And the guys are really looking forward to
0: seeing the improvements, of, uh, you know, of those things. And you can say that across the board, guys and girls for all sports at Wyoming High School this week. Jeff, great catching up once again. Let's do it a week from now and brag some more. What do you say, no, Jason? That sounds good, man. That's the plan. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. That is Assistant Athletic Director Jeff King joining us here for this week in Wyoming Cowboys Sports here on wyomingathletics.org and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Great job, guys. Thanks, Stay Jeff. Awesome. Here. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Next week. You Sounds good. It. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.